hi guys welcome back to the chat with tanya and i am tanya it's your favorite entertaining space where your favorite topics are dissected but not for gossip for information and for us to learn and grow and today I'm with my favorite artist and slash annoying slash sassy law school neighbor, aka David. And why are you smiling? <laughs> why are you smiling? I'm trying That's to introduce fine. you. The cap it's not it's not a video this time. I know. So what? you don't you don't need to be shy, guys. David I'm is not... camera shy. <laughs> okay. And he's sassy, he's always rolling his eyes. Okay. So, David, why are we here today? Yo, I don't know. You're the host. <laughs> wow. Not me telling David, oh, wow, this is what we're going to talk about. Nah, I know. I, I didn't agree to that one. I agreed to the other one. And David said, no, oh, not that no, one. not this one. <laughs> well, anyway, guys. So, today, David and I are just going to have a chat on being empathetic. And you guys are free to join in the comment section. David, are you an empathetic person? Do you know, before we go into this, I don't know why, the moment there's like an external um, party that you're not exactly comfortable with, it becomes uncomfortable to talk. Have you noticed? Like in general, like it doesn't even have to be a human being, just the mere fact that you're being recorded and people are going to listen to this recording, it just makes you very... uh, yeah, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah, it's like... <sighs> but yeah. So, are you an empathetic person, David? Like I said. <laughs> oh, you have to say what you said from the beginning. Yes. Yeah, that's so, us that, talking. That's, 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 okay, so that's why I was, I was about to say okay. that, like I said, depends on the person. I don't think on a general scale, I will be empathetic especially to someone I don't know I think I that kind of person I find it hard to really put myself in a place where like put myself in the same place as, as a person who um who I cannot relate with and I know thinking about it now it just it seems kind of bad it, I don't think it kind of impedes my ability to help people yeah or to understand them from a rational point of view right. but from an emotional point of view it's just kind of like hard it's hard to really like relate because I think for me it's just like we're all just different people and our differences make us so distant from each other not what brings us together. but what if it's like something that you've experienced like say um, something bad like say what we were talking about the other time about like um what we're talking about in the video about birthday depression say someone going through like something similar to what you've been through i don't know like what i was saying even in there i said that for me the way i experienced it was kind of like okay i'm sad and it wasn't um it wasn't for the same reasons it wasn't for the same i don't think it, it like came at the same strength 
Yeah. I don't know. I even in terms of grief, there are times where for me to like empathize with another person, even if it's the same kind of grief, yeah. it's going to be hard to completely empathize with that person because first, like I said, everyone's different. Everyone does things differently. So although on a rational point on a rational front you might understand say yeah this makes sense for this person to do this or this person to act in this kind of way but emotionally emotionally, it might kind of be like oh yeah I'm not really understanding it I might understand it emotionally to like 50% but like I don't think it's like beyond that yeah, I think I'll save that. Do you know what? I feel like a lot of us are actually like this, but we're scared to like come forward. We're scared to admit it, especially when it comes to like grief, yeah, death. Like someone dies. Like I remember Kobe Bryant and his daughter when they died, right? And everyone was so sad. Not that I, I mean, for me, it's not that I couldn't get it. Yeah, I understood. But maybe it's because I just... I never held him to that level of honor. Yeah. Because, I mean, I don't watch basketball. Basketball Basketball is not my thing. Sports are not my thing. So I wouldn't, like, say, oh, my gosh, Kobe Bryant. I was like, yeah, I can can empathize with his family. Oh, so sad. I think it was, for me, it was, like, so... Like, I was... It was sad to know that a person has lost her husband and her daughter. But... Like you're saying, emotionally, it's I couldn't kind of like, connect. So yeah, it's like, like I, yeah. Anyways, I didn't <laughs> feel. I don't think I felt like anything emotionally. Yeah. I just felt bad. Yeah. Like I think even the same the same thing could be said about Chadwick Boseman. Oh no! Oh no! No, for me, I think it was the same thing for me. Oh no! You, it comes back to that thing you said about. Yeah. Um, that thing you said about what did you just say you said something about holding the person to that highest yeah. for me i held i don't know i just there was just something about chadwick yeah. i remember everyone watched black panther and people were going on and on and on about michael b jordan fine michael is sexy and everything but for me bro not this christian chat <laughs> uh, michael is i think it's okay mm, girl, to talk about stuff like that the lord michael, the lord's watching you girl michael is the, sec- the lord <laughs> did make me to be able to be a find people attractive okay michael is sexy and everything but for me chadwick was (laughs) because i went to watch i I watched a movie with a friend yeah and she was holding me so tightly throughout the whole she's like oh my gosh michael b jordan ah Uh, i was like girl you gotta calm down actually fine but the thing for me was chadwick i don't even know i think for me with chadwick it was not just about his physical looks it's just about like the roles he plays yeah. specifically. He chooses historical drama, people that we wouldn't really think about. Do you understand? Yeah. Like, I don't think the Black Panther was like a big, big character, except you're like an addict Marvel fan and you've read all the yeah. um, addicts, avid, avid Mar- Marvel fan and you've read all the comic books. Black Panther wasn't like. It was just how he brought that character to life. The whole Wakanda mm. for Africa. And for me, the guy in real life was a hero. Yeah. I mean, to think that he was struggling with cancer. And he helped so many so cancer patients. Good. So I think that was... I think for me, there was just some form of affinity with Black Panther. But I totally get what you're yeah. saying when it's like... 
it's like oh yeah good person died it's sad but yeah. you don't really feel anything emotional i guess maybe you never i guess it's easy to from that point of view just say mm, death is inevitable it's going to happen someday irrespective of whether it's by disease or somebody kills you or you die of natural causes it's going to happen but i think when it happens so close to home that's when it hits you it's like wow i'm never going to see this person again yeah. and I, and in the in terms of Chadwick Boseman i i think i, I remember discussing it with my sister and i don't think it was me because i didn't care i think it was because i never really because i think the first time i really saw Chadwick Boseman as a person was in the black panther movie. yeah so and when i watched the movie i had i, I had many pers- personal like criticisms about the movie yeah. especially on the issue of africanness and yeah. how they basically conflicted the whole africa into one place and how that can be problematic especially for um representation of african people because yeah. african people they're not like just there wasn't thing. proper representation yeah, it wasn't, and diversity of the culture yeah i mean they show diversity in such a condensed format i don't think is, i don't think they really they didn't majored, the they majored on diversity maybe in like um south africa no they, they were eastern they were, africa they bits of western but there were africa. Bis, bits of western africa to be specific nigeria and ghana and a bit of ghana but it was kind of like there are other countries Push. and i feel like when we talk about africa we forget that they, we have people like the ethiopians not even that and it's the just... egyptians here as well no but they're part of representation yeah, like I, it's i, I, I don't the... like when we're african representation and you're just focused on like what south africa kenya ghana nigeria I mean, the, the thing is that i think my issue with it was that it's not because they represented it was how they did it they mm. just kind of like put everybody in one Pots yeah. and expected it to make sense, and like there, are lot of, there are a whole lot of nuances. Yeah, and I think wise from what I saw in the movie, I think Wakanda was supposed to be in Eastern Africa, like Southeast around there. Yeah, and it would be better if they just focus on that area as opposed to. But I think that was what together. they tried. They tried to, to do, do it, but it just it fell flat. Yeah, it fell flat. I think, but that's not that's not the point of the conversation. Yeah, today. but but I think. Um, because of that, uh, me having my own personal reservations about the movie. I mean, I liked Chad- Chadwick Boseman and I liked his performance, but I don't know. Maybe because I never really like the same with Kobe. I never really knew him to that point where yeah. it feels like, oh my gosh, this guy is such a he's such a prevalent figure. I think it was after his death that everything just kind of came out. But so have cool. you ever lost someone that you've known? And yeah, it wasn't like for me. I remember when my dad's cousin died. I was in second year uni. And they called and they were like, oh, do you remember Uncle Soso Soso? He just passed. It was so weird because he had like, what's this issue when you you can't, he was constipated, couldn't pull and he died. And I remember being told, and I just, my mind just flashed back to the last time I saw him. And I saw his obnoxious wife. I don't like. <laughs> Yo, like <laughs> let's not get to family. You get, like. and then, but I didn't feel like fair enough. We weren't close, <clears throat> but he was somewhat a part of my childhood. Like yeah. I do remember seeing him a lot, and he was a very nice person to a large degree. But I still felt nothing. Like I didn't feel it. Like it was just like 
Oh. Oh wow. Wow. Like wow. What? I didn't even feel like that's depressing. I just thought, oh, his pregnant wife with the kids. But I didn't like. I. It was like. Like you said, you mentally you applied logic to the situation. Yeah. So mentally, it's like, oh, this is sad for this person, but emotionally, there's just no. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. But then contrasting this with a friend I lost, like my best best friend, yeah. I was I think I was like five and she was six, and I would come to church early. She lived right next door. Yeah. They were poor, so she would come. And um, I think they were always like fighting in her house. And I remember some conversations now that I remember. They used to talk about her as a child, being the unwanted child or something like that. But I don't know. I think as a child, I didn't really understand what any of those things meant. But she seemed like she had, like she felt like she was neglected. Her name was she. I remember us playing in church and she started saying that she's tired, her stomach is paining her she's tired and all of that and i'm like okay she will be tired and everything but um we gotta play yeah. <laughs> right yeah. i remember just feeling like oh she we're still gonna play our games and everything but then she wasn't forthcoming she just she kept getting worse like and kept complaining and they took her into this room and I remember being so angry as a child. By this time, I think I was six and she was seven. And I remember being so angry as a child. Like, I was so vexed. Like, this is our playtime, wow. Shay. You have to get out from there and come and play. Children are so selfish. Baby, yeah, baby shall not listen to yeah, And then I remember Auntie Rose, that's one of the aunties, coming out and saying, oh, Shay is dead. I was like, you are not making sense. Like, I didn't even understand the concept of death. They said it and I was like, so she's not going to come out and play. I remember being in shock. Some people were crying. I was not sure whether I was supposed to cry or not. And I carried, like, I was angry with her for a while. And I remember it was one day, the same Auntie Rose that told me that she is dead died as well. And then I was like, by this time, I think I was like 10, 11. That's when it hit me that, oh my God, she died. But then I guess because of the amount of time that had it, I mean, it was sad, it was painful. I can never forget her in my life. But there's a certain level of sadness that I think you're supposed to feel. In that situation. Yeah, that I did. I mean, I guess for me, because kind of no, I won't say exactly the same thing happened. Um, because I remember in primary school before mm. I left, so I left at primary five, and you have friends. I there was this one particular guy that I was close with. I'm not sure if he felt the same or if it was reciprocated. But to me, it was like it was like okay, we're close friends, and. I think when, yeah, when I was in secondary school, because we hadn't spoken in a while, or when I was still in secondary school, I think when I was in year 11 or year 10, uh, I think it was posted on Facebook that he died of, I think it was cancer or something. Yeah. And the way it hit me, it was like, yo, <laughs> this is not, it hit me so hard, like, 
so so hard i mean at the moment because i mean afterwards it's just kind of like okay it is what it is but at the moment it's like wow y'all be leaving like just like that and it's like oh it's that you know when it's that kind of person that's so jovial and happy and yeah. everything but once after his death he started learning a lot of stuff especially about his family life and everything it's like oh wow it's very depressing yeah it's very sad and you tend to mourn what has been lost in that situation but I guess another thing maybe it's because for me I wouldn't even say you'd, you'd have to lose a person I think it's even you it, it could just go to the point of like um when you're graduating from uni yeah. and you have to leave all your friends behind and the way it happened for me especially during this COVID period that literally even before we graduated months before we graduated people have started leaving going back home and one day you're yeah, like oh chatting going to this person's house oh yeah neighbors let's go to this person's house or something and the next day the person you're is in not, different countries yeah the person's in a different country and the person is doing continuing their studies in a different country and it's just like and I think I posted something on my Instagram about that. I was like, I think I've kind of accepted it. That I can't... I don't know, this... I, I felt sorrowful. Not crying and everything, but it was just like, wow. This... I, I think I just accepted it as this is part of life. That people will come and people will go. Yeah. And I think... I think at a point, it's kind of like affected the way I see... I have relationships with people. But that's besides the point. But at the, that point, I was like, yeah, people have come, people will go. And I think I need to learn how to deal with like, not even deal with it, but kind of learn to move on irrespective of whether they are there or not. Because I can't keep on holding. holding on to a part of my life like, oh, I really want this person to be here. I really want that person. Because at a point, when you start thinking about it, you never, you can't, you're not allowing yourself to move on. Yeah. But in terms of empathy, yeah, I think from what all I've said, I, I don't I don't think I'll say I'm an apathetic person. I just I just think for me the way I, I I'm not just so easily because something happened, I just became feeling emotional about it. It's like, oh wow, I can give condolences, but what about when you see people cry? What? What about when you see people cry? It also depends on the person because I don't know so I, if I feel like if you watch a movie and you see people cry sometimes you just feel like oh, it's like why is this guy crying yeah, but, I mean it, it depends on the situation because I know that there's some movies that I've watched that people die or they're crying or something yeah. and the way it hits you it's like yo it shouldn't be hitting this hard these are people that don't exist Please. I think it depends on your relationship with the character like when yeah. Iron Man died I cried because I've been watching Iron Man from Iron Man 1. Do you understand? Yo, have he was I watched a part... that movie? I haven't oh! watched it yet. <laughs> he was a part of I my watched, life. Like, I haven't watched that part If yet. you're a, right, a diehard um, Marvel fan and you've been watching Iron Man from like 20, the 20, yeah. Yo, before we 2010, maybe, maybe I, I took all deaths in those Marvel movies. I was like... <laughs> Maybe it's because like when you're on Twitter and everything is a meme, you're just like oh, yeah. But died. if you've been watching Iron Man when yeah, we were in primary school, before we were on Twitter, yeah. before memes were, I mean, I was in, I was on Twitter and I well, GS One, but like before we were on Twitter, it was really deep. 
but I feel like when be, when I see people crying, I mean, I was having this conversation the other day with a friend yeah. where it's like, there was another, we had a mutual friend. Now, this person is no longer my friend. And this person was very... <laughs> no, you're crazy. No, this person was very manipulative. And like, for a long time, I believed them until I realized that the person actually understood that crying got to me and would cry. So they could oh, wow. manipulate. No, that's me. that's that's a depth of mental illness. That's really another crazy. depth because like how could you want to manipulate someone's emotions to that degree? I don't just for it's it's narcissism, definitely. definitely. But it's like, yo, actually I feel like something you need to you actually need to do this. It's like, am I really doing this so somebody can look at me and say, Oh my god. That's so sad. Like the person was doing it, and then it would always end with like collecting something yeah. from me, usually monetary. And so I was talking to the ex friend because the person had painted the other friend to be in a certain kind of way to me. Yeah. And something just until I had my own experiences with the person, I would stop talking. And I don't even know why, but we got talking, and in talking, it just hit me like, wow. The same thing this person did to me is the same thing this person did to this person. So this person is probably talking to someone else right now and making me out to be a bad person. And I was just like, and I think for me, it just changed my, like, now I'm not so easy. You can't just cry and I'm going to be moved because a lot of people are manipulators with their cry. I mean, I had someone in my life look me in the eyes, cry, and they were dead as lying to me. Oof. And they were crying and telling me I'm crying. And then like Y'all stay months, hanging out with people. You get, <laughs> I'm out here like months after the person goes, Oh, the person like in passing, I'm like, okay, I'm ready to let this go. And the person just tells me the truth. And I'm like, so wait, a few months back when you cried, you were lying. Like how can you cry, look someone in the eye and be lying? Like that's just that's another level of crazy yeah. for me. So now it's like, I think it's affected. Another thing is like, I feel like when you have terrible experiences where people manipulate you, lie to you, take advantage of you. You're always like, you're blocked. Yo, people see, people see in my, I think after one time, like it happened, I think that's the reason why people say I'm very like closed off emotionally. Cause I remember what, I mean, bullying has been a very, prevalent part of my life it's just like you know it happens i I guess but like i think one time that it actually happened do you know when you think somebody's a friend yeah them alongside a group of other people are making fun of you yeah in your face you don't know and behind them because this girl i was behind you not even even before me but i didn't know it was like coded so the girl I was friends with, I wasn't even like close friends with, you know, like bands, when yeah. you're just like hanging out with the person. And I remember one time we were supposed to go home and her and a group of other girls were like just there like, oh, don't forget to search on Google how to get Rudolph the Fly or something. Yeah. And I was the fly. And I, I think they told, they told my twin sister about it. And she was like, yo, if you ever try that rubbish again, I'm going to actually deal with all of you. Like, how can you do that? You're, you're insulting my brother in front of me and you expect me to just come out. Well, laugh. Yeah, laugh and say that, oh, that's funny. 
and after that I just I think that was even that was even the first time I was like yo I don't think I want to help anybody I don't want to really then the yeah. second time with the guy that had a girlfriend yeah and he came to us with his relationship problems and from what I said from what I was seeing from what other people were also saying it's like you guys should better break up yeah but that guy was shady yeah that guy in the was... end he actually got his just desserts funny enough because I think we were in A-levels I left for I didn't do A2 yeah I only the first A1 was it A1 the first year of A-level show. and the guy in that A2 he said that he's not going to trust anybody again because the way the girl treated him was, was terrible was terrible so at the end of the day at the end of the day I was right <laughs> and you suffered the consequences of your life. yeah cause now you've lost both the girl and, and your friends yeah your friends so yeah I, I think at that point when I heard it my sister told me about it when I heard it I was just laughing I was like shit so now you're causing a while but let's move on I don't I think after those experiences I have been very like closed off yeah and I think people people can tell that it's like oh David's not that kind of David's not that kind of person that I can just come up even though I don't feel like I'm that kind of person people are like oh David's not that kind of person that I just woke up to and just tell anything yeah because it's very closed it's very like even in his face facial expressions like no nonsense like don't come to me and come out telling me anything yeah but yeah I think the me tra- me unintentionally kind of creating a distance between myself and other people is also another wahala that I'm kind of trying to, to like, deal with to but deal I, with. I don't like I mean I get that I feel like yeah. when you have terrible experiences like for me 2020 20, no 2018 2019 2020 2021 the shaky I've seen or I saw those years and how people just used me i'm very closed off now like it's very hard for me to have empathy like there's some things where people come to share and previously when they're sharing out your understanding and as you're just talking to me it's like it's just hitting a wall and it's bouncing off and i'm just like oh okay sometimes it's hard for me to be like sorry other times i'm just like Because I feel like when you just don't know, you don't know if this person is lying to you. You don't know if this person is manipulating Yo, you. Be hurting. Yeah, Jike, you and just don't know. So it's yeah. just like, it's just hard for me to show empathy. And I also think another thing why it's hard for people to show empathy is when you've been used. Yeah. When you've been used a lot. When like, you're like a helper, right? So like my best friend, she's a helper. She, oh my god, my best friend can have only one naira, and she'll give somebody that one naira. Yeah, I intend, I unintentionally do that a lot. I used to think in this law law school, school. this law school that we're in, our group, yeah, I've effectively been, I'm not a group leader, I don't have any power in any group, but I have effectively discharged the powers of our group leader, yeah. So, like, she's that type of person, right? And, like, I learned... I wouldn't say I learned that from her, but I was, I was like that, but not, like, the way she was. But then I became the way she was from her. And it's like, bro, people take advantage. People will lie to you. They'll use your brain. They'll use your head. When they see that you're always giving, they'll 
take they take advantage of that situation. Yeah. So now sometimes when someone ah madam, you know go get especially when you make such like the lady that helps us out here, sometimes she goes ah, mommy don't forget me. She no go give me four hundred naira. It gets me so upset because we just met you and we don't owe you anything i feel like the more you keep helping people sometimes they become so entitled they yeah. think it's their right and it that experience affects your empathy i mean i guess that's another reason why i'm distant i don't allow i don't really allow them to help me anyways. yeah like okay i can just do by myself it's fine just, yeah but i mean it's it, not that because i don't want to give anybody anything at least if i'm giving something let's be from the bottom of my heart like, yeah not because i feel like i, I have to even, give you even the guy the gift man, yeah. i didn't want to give him money now i wanted to give him when i was leaving at the time like during this period when yeah. i was leaving not at that time because i know that if it's now he can just find a way to kind of like enter and just say oh please okay i, have, I need this one i need that one Yo, this the, on that giving thing, I might personally I might say that oh yeah I'm not an empathetic person I don't care, but in truth I feel like if you appeal to my humanity in such a way that I'm just like yo I can feel guilty about the situation then yeah. I feel like that part of me has been like destroyed totally. Yeah. Like now if I help you it's because I want to, like you can't really appeal to that like i'm so guarded i'm so shielded that you really can't because people have taken advantage if i help you it's just because i want to like i'm like okay well you won't won't affect me yeah it won't won't affect me even if it will affect me sometimes i just decide okay let me just help this person just take it as an incidental yeah i'll just say it but like sometimes it's very hard like because again like i was saying when you have a bad experience it colors other experiences because i can genuinely meet someone that genuinely has a genuine problem yeah. and is genuinely being sincere with me yeah but because i've seen people that appear to be sincere it's hard for i'm just like mm-hmm. anyways uh-huh shady whole kids like the guy that came to ask us for money when we we're writing exams i didn't even wait for him to finish talking i was just like money is that what you're asking for okay. sorry i don't have it Bye. I didn't even Get like that. no 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 the, that even like I was like even Yusuf think about it how can I just walk up to students you don't know where we are from GK you know you're asking us for that amount for of money for 140k like it's like um, so if you were to just drop 140k just like that it's because I see no psycho I didn't even okay? I didn't <laughs> we don't wait get more for him to like when I tell you I did not wait for him because I'm so used to people but immediately he just came first Yo. of I was like money Sorry, I don't have it. I was like, I don't have it. Just thanks. Bye. Because I just don't feel I hate that entitled, or they keep asking you, or they don't realize that you have your own things to deal with. You have your own. Or when, oh, the worst one is when people think that you're from a rich home and they're from a poor home. And so you owe them something. Yeah, they were, it, honestly, even like I was telling you about when I was leaving, I was coming back into Buari. Yeah. And the army guy that was supposed to check the cars, he saw me. Say, said, oh God, where did you look your face at? He was not smiling. I was like, eh? <laughs> Are you, <laughs> what does that mean? That I'll be giving you money. He now asked me, oh, shake my hand. And I put my hand out. <laughs> yeah, shake it now. <laughs> okay. He said, you, oh God, you fall my hand out. I said, eh? Is that what I'm, ah. Do you get? Do I look like, eh? Even if my face is. Or like the people at the law school gate. The one that was okay, you didn't come with me this morning. This morning, Daniel and I were going to school. Yeah. Right? There's this particular one. He's been trying to ask me for money, 
when he asked me for money, how much did I give him? I think 200 naira, be 400 naira or something. And I left it at that. And so, he will not be asking me, like, maybe he was expecting more. And I just didn't know. And so every time I come to gate, he'll frown or he'll be rude or something. Today, he was trying to frustrate us whilst we were right. Do you know we had exams today, right? And so he was trying to frustrate us. I'm just like, when you finish what you're doing, I'm going to go. And I'm still not going to give you the money. Yeah. GK. And I thought, I jokingly said to Daniel, like, I could fully, fully come out and give everyone money except him and drive off. Because nobody owes you anything. Yeah. Like, at the end of the day. I mean, even on that, I, I try not to give people money as much as possible. No, I, I do, I'm trying to now learn to be a giver. I mean, yeah, if if I'm in the place to give, then yeah. I think that's one thing you always have to remember. Are you in a place to give? Yeah. With the, is it rational? Because I feel like, oh, give, giving without any thoughts to as to yourself, how your own giving affects other people also it's kind of like are you thinking yeah but yeah even for me i'm just like even the guy that we like so much i know he's asked me for money sometimes and i'm just like see anytime i ask me i was like oh see okay i said you look me so now mommy i just come back from this mommy saved me even to buy food safe now yeah i struggle to find more new so i know so i've been given anything today or maybe next time. Next time. Maybe next time. Exactly. So I, I feel like, in general, to conclude this conversation, yeah. it's not that we're not empathetic people. It's that circumstances affect us. Yeah. And then also, naturally speaking, it's difficult to connect emotionally to a situation that you don't... You understand from. Understand or you can't relate yeah. to. Yeah, okay. So this was a good conversation, David. Yeah. Thanks. Like, Thank you. Yeah.